1: can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, Zero Nicotine, Zero Tobacco, 100% Ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. <laughs> listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Thursday. We are live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Good show today. Big 10 expansion could happen soon. Washington, Oregon to the Big 10. Joel Platt joins us last hour to talk about that. Jets, Browns tonight, Hall of Fame game, very exciting, J-Mac, very exciting. Makai Becton can
3: play tonight. That's all I care about. I got to make one correction. You said good show today. I'll upgrade that to great show today. There's a lot happening. Very exciting show today. All right. Let's start with this. What you say in anger and what
1: you say with a little alcohol in you, is always closer to the truth than you'd want to admit. You feel bad in the morning or an hour later, but when you're ticked off in the moment, what do you say? You pull up the truth from the gut. couple cocktails in you, how do you act? That's who you are. That was a moment yesterday. I'm sure it's no big deal. Media often pandering. We don't do that here. Little moment, the kind of moment that really started a problem between Kevin Durant And Draymond Green. Just a few words here and there. Dak Prescott, Trayvon Diggs, practice play. Here's the tape. Oh, interesting. Shut your blank blank up. Right in his face. Looked him right in the eye and leaned in to Dak. Trayvon Diggs, shut your B.A. up. I don't think players would say that to Patrick Mahomes. Nobody ever said that to Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Elway. You think a Bengal would do that to Joe Burrow? I don't know. But I'm sure it's no big deal. People say they love Dak. Maybe they do. But do they respect him? Seven years. On average, top 5-0 line two offensive coaches, massive marketing, a lot of money, great weapons, not good ones, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Zeke, Tony Pollard, Des Bryant, two playoff wins, and Zeke was the star of one of them. Players, S.E.M.A. Holmes, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, there's a wow factor. Jalen Hurt, second year as a starter. Whoa, that guy may be the best player in the league after Mahomes, whoa! I don't see an eagle... Getting in the face of Jalen Hurts and saying that. I don't. When Draymond Green got in the face of Kevin Durant, there was some truth in what he said. We won before you, we'll win after you. Draymond was right in both cases. Deep down, Draymond can can like love KD. But what you say in anger, those little micro bursts. I mean, Jordan Poole and Draymond got along great a lot of times. It was out one or two seconds. He crossed a line. What happened? I don't know. Shut your B.A. up. <laughs> I just, now maybe it's a Diggs thing. Stephon Diggs trash-talking his quarterback. Trayvon Diggs trash-talking his quarterback. I don't know, folks. I don't see any Bengal walk. I don't see Sam Hubbard walking up to Joe Burrow and doing that. I don't see Chris Jones walking up to Mahomes doing that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't see any Ram doing it to Matt Stafford. I'm sure it's no big deal. Just a a few words here and there. Everybody tells me they love Dak. So they respect him. You think an eagle would say that to Jalen Hurts? Turn around, lean in? I don't know. Well, I I don't want to. I'm going to go too far on this. All right, so the Jets and the Browns play tonight. Uh, Y'all yeah, watch it. Shockingly, <laughs> it'll get a great TV rating. It's just unbelievable to me. And none, none of the starters will play. Uh, but uh, my number one concern, and the only thing I really care about, is 25 snaps. That's reportedly what left tackle, right tackle, absolute bust so far, Makai Becton's getting. Aaron Rodgers is 39. I looked it up this morning. He's been sacked 530 times and hit 1,000. He's over it. He's never had a bad offensive line. This is the first, potentially. So, Dwayne Brown's 38, had a great career at left tackle, but he's 38. 38 year old left tackles aren't going to give you 17 games. Makai Becton, at one point will have to play left tackle for some games this year. Health and weight issues, he's a bust. I like Joe Douglas. But watch out when you're a bust at quarterback Zach Wilson and a bust at left tackle. You can hit on a lot of corners and wide receivers. You got to get left tackle and quarterback right or you're playing catch up for years. That's why they're going to spend $100 million next year on Aaron Rodgers because Zach Wilson's a bust. It's why they may have to spend a fortune on a left tackle. Oh, wait, they can't because of Aaron's salary. They can't go spend a fortune on left tackle. Makai Becton's got to be able to play next year. Somebody has to. Interior O-line, Elijah Farrah, Tucker, I like him. They're fine there, or at least okay. But last year, PFF had the Jets O-line at 31st, and they're not better at tackle. And Makai Beckton, to this point, is a bust. So that's all I'm watching. He's getting 25 snaps tonight. And you start looking at the AFC. And we always talk about the AFC, how great the quarterbacks are, because they are. But let me name some of the edge rushers in the AFC. T.J. Watt, Joey Bosa, Max Crosby, Miles Garrett, Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, Vaughn Miller, Matt Judon, Bradley Chubb. I'll stop there. There's plenty more. The AFC is quarterbacks and edge rushers. And Aaron Rodgers, remember, has had two collarbone injuries, both Bears and Vikings, when he left the pocket. Aaron Rodgers, seven straight years in declining yards per game rushing. He didn't want to get out of the pocket. He didn't want to get hit. If you go to the end of Manning and Brady's careers, they just fall down. (laughs) They didn't want to get hit. And I'm not saying Aaron was ever a huge run-around guy, but – He is now, last two years, you've seen a fall-off. We've talked about this, Jay Mack and I have on the show. He doesn't get out of the pocket. Aaron doesn't want to get hit. He'll throw it away. I totally get it. He's 39 years old, two collarbone surgeries. He's been sacked 530 times. He's been hit 1,000. He has no interest with a bad offensive line. So that's really what I care about with the Jets. I like their defensive front. I like their corners. Good young safety. I think they're good at running back. They don't need Dalvin Cook. Garrett Wilson, I think, could be a star. I would prefer they be better at tight end and had one more high end wide receiver. But they're really a good football team. Cross your fingers with a defensive head coach in an offensive era. And I don't know what to make of them at tackle. Because Dwayne Brown's not giving you 17 starts. So Beckton's going to have to move over, or somebody is. And you've got to remember, Aaron Rodgers at 39 has had David Bakhtiari. He's had very good old lines. The Patriots and the Packers, I don't know what it is over the last 15 years, rarely draft like a tackle in the first round, and yet they've always got good ones. The Patriots and the Packers do a great job. Some of it's Dante Scarnecchia, the New England coach that retired, the O-line coach. The Packers do a great job. First of all, the Packers never bust on their first pick. Say what you want about Jordan Love, he'd be the first in forever. They don't bust on first round picks, and they don't miss Very often on 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and 5th round, offensive line picks. The Jets whiffed at quarterback. That's why they had to pay for Aaron and left tackle. So far, Mackay Becton. That's why Dwayne Brown has to give them a lot of starts. And he's not giving them 17. So that's all I care about tonight. I'm going to watch that. Nothing else matters to me. He's getting 25 snaps. Cross your fingers. He'll have to play some left tackle this year. They've moved him to right. They're trying to salvage it get anything they can out of him. There you go. I I will throw this at you, J-Mac. It's interesting. So Zach Wilson's not a franchise quarterback. Temperament, size, style. And he's got too big of a profile and I think too big of an ego to be a backup. So to me, I really do think to get something out of him, because Becton at this point's a miss and Zach's a miss. And they've had a lot of hits. Last year, they got a corner and a receiver in the first round. Both look great. But in back-to-back years for Joe Douglas, whiff at left tackle, whiff at quarterback first round. By the way, the second round picks have not been great either. Elijah Moore's already gone. And uh, the wide receiver Mims. bust. Yeah. So they've had first and second round bust. So what you can do then is salvage it. Can Mekhi Beckton be a right tackle? It's not what you drafted him for, but you salvage it. I think Zach Wilson's an interesting piece. Can you salvage it? He's not going to be a backup with his personality. I don't know if he's a franchise guy, but Aaron shouldn't take any snaps in the preseason. I would really make a point. I want to see a lot of quality Zach Wilson in the preseason because I think you could get to the trade deadline. And if somebody's going sideways and they like their – because he's got talent. If somebody is good – but loses a quarterback. Maybe Raiders get off to a decent start. Zach Wilson, get your fifth, sixth round pick, salvage him. Because I think with Beckton and Zach, you're in the salvage. You can say all you want to the press. You're salvaging, though. Becton's not going to be an elite left tackle. Andrew Thomas, Giants, home run. Took him year two, home run, next 10 years. Becton has no chance to be that. So you're salvaging him. Can he be a right tackle and a left tackle swing fill-in? Zach Wilson preseason me is fascinating. You're a Jets fan. What if a lot of
3: snaps looks decent? Would you move him at the deadline for a fifth? I, I don't hate that idea, but I do wonder. So, Zach Wilson, you think salvageable? But no, I think he's movable. He's, I, he's not going to ever be elsewhere, a... He'll elsewhere. never be the Jets' starting quarterback. Right, I would agree. But if you're out there and you see Zach Wilson, would you rather kick the tires on Trey Lance in San Fran? Zach. Or Zach Wilson? Well, I don't worry about Zach's throwing motion and his arm strength. So I would
1: probably roll the dice. He's a little small. Uh, I think he lacks self-awareness. He's a little loose. But I don't want to have to teach you how to throw. No. I don't want to go there. That's fair. So I, I think Zach Wilson's fascinating. It's okay to admit this. Elijah Moore
3: is a miss. Be- Beckton I think, is salvageable. I'll just say this. His agent is telling him, hey, man, this is a contract year. I don't care how much pain you're in. You've got to play through it. You've got to show out, or you're not getting a second contract anywhere. No, nobody's going to want you. This is your year, Beckton. They put you at right tackle. you got to shine. you got to be a good soldier. This is a year for him to get paid. He's going to be the best he can be this season. We know that. He has to be. That's his future in the league. But I do want to drill down on something you said, Colin. And it's, it might spook some Jets fans. Okay, This is reality. You know I'm a fan, yeah. but I'm also a realist. Yeah. So last year, the season opener, Bills-Rams. Do you remember what happened to Matt Stafford in that game? He was sacked seven times by Von Miller and company. He was hit 16 times. It set the tone for the season. Yeah. The Rams don't have an offensive line. So the next few weeks, they play San Fran twice, Dallas, Tampa, and they obliterated the Rams' offensive line. Stafford was dead by midseason. That scenario could very well play out with the New York Jets. They, After week one with the Bills, they go to Dallas and Micah Parsons. If the Jets' offensive line cannot hold up against Buffalo in week one, Dan Quinn's defensive line is going to kill him in week two. Oh, that's and the now best. the Jets are staring at 0-2, and you're like, oh my gosh, is Rodgers yeah. going to make it through the season? But this is a
1: nuclear scenario, but a real one. No, the first two weeks, Buffalo and Dallas are really good up front. This is the best Dallas defense in forever. This is, and and by the way, Micah Parsons has put on weight. Now he is an edge rusher,
3: defensive player of the year. Like, put some money on him. He's probably got a chance. Yeah.
1: So no, that that tonight I'm watching Becton. If Becton could give me 25 starts, no sacks, and looks good, it's like okay, I got Dwayne for a year at left. Not gonna play every game. I got Beckton at right, and Beckton can fill up. I'm guessing they're not gonna face Miles Garrett in no, the no, first no, team. No. But, but I just want to see competence. competence I want to see the baseline level.
0: If
3: of he competence. gets
1: dinged up in the Hall of Fame game, you're like, folks, we got an issue. Green Bay does not miss on first round picks. We don't know about Jordan Love. Go we went back a decade. They've missed on one or two seconds, but Green Bay's always gotten the first couple right. And they develop O-lines. I don't know what it is in the water, but they do a great job with O-lines. And it's third, fourth, fifth, sixth round guys. So Aaron's had the comfort of offensive coaches in Green Bay. Now he's got a defensive coach and really good protection in Green Bay. And now this AFC is not just quarterbacks. It is a conference of edge rushers.
2: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi, it's the herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H E R D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You are now entering the no bull zone sponsored by credible great rates, none of the bulls. So the Big Ten Conference is now seriously exploring adding the University of Washington and Oregon. Oregon's got the Nike money, the, the Phil Knight connection. Washington's been to a college football playoff recently and also has won a national championship. Both schools, when they get the right coach, win a lot of football games and become top 10 programs. The SEC is not slowing down. They're going to add Clemson and Florida State the minute they can and perhaps Miami. So adding Washington, major market Seattle, makes a lot of sense. And adding Nike and Phil Knight makes a lot of sense. Um, The Big Ten has a ton of dead weight. They added Maryland and Rutgers. Nebraska rebooting again at coach. Those are, let's be honest, Nebraska, middle of nowhere, trying it again, I don't think they'll ever recover. Maryland and Rutgers are big major market cities, right? They're right next to them. Nobody cares in Maryland and nobody cares in New Jersey. Washington, Seattle, Huskies have huge fan bases. Oregon maybe has the best fans in the conference. So there's dead weight through all of these conferences. I've been told athletic directors are very reluctant to get rid of dead weight. So the only solution to keep up with the SEC is add good teams. You could scale back on five or six teams in the Big Ten and be stronger, but they're not going to do that. That's not what school presidents and athletic directors do. Every conference has den weight. Big Ten's got a lot of it, and it's going nowhere. So the only way to stay up with an SEC is to add, because they're adding Florida State and Clemson, and they just added Texas and Oklahoma. So the Big Ten going with the Pacific time zone, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington makes a, a ton of sense. And the other thing is, college football starting to look like pro football anyway. You watch a college football game, LSU, Joe Burrow, there's eight pros there. The next year, they're excelling. You got NIL. You got Transfer Portal. You have coaches now making eight-figure salaries. Yes, eight-figure salaries. Major TV deals. Players, it's like free agency. You're buying players. It's starting to look like pro football anyway. And we're going to have... Two major conferences, the SEC and the Big Ten. Let's be honest. Those have been the best two conferences in terms of revenue and TV appeal forever. It makes sense. College football my entire life has been the haves and the have-nots. Everybody says, oh, we're expanding to a 12-team playoff. It's not going to change who becomes a national champion. just going to add more teams to the discussion. But you're not going to have a Cincinnati or a Boise State or a Army win a national title. It's going to be the same eight teams. Now, you could add in Texas and USC maybe because they have the right coaches finally. But we're expanding to a 12-team playoff. My guess is eight will come from the SEC and the Big Ten. And I'm totally okay with it. And it may be nine if Florida State and Clemson get added to the SEC and Washington and Oregon get added to the Big Ten. You can go look at movies, you can go look at sports, it's have and have-nots. Tennis, soccer, same four or five countries, Winter Olympics, Summer Olympics, you gotta move on. Movie studios, they want the big players, that's what they want, that's what's driving the revenue for the streamers, the big stars, big writers, and big directors. So Washington and Oregon, I get a major market, I get Phil Knight and Nike, I get schools that are, I mean, take Ohio State and Michigan out of it. I could argue Washington and Oregon could very well, very quickly be battling for that third spot, some year second. So, I mean, you add add Washington and Oregon, you also add a region, they're kind of damp, cold weather programs. I could argue it's a better fit than the California schools to the Big Ten. Closer flights, a lot closer to fly Seattle to Chicago, Seattle to Iowa sometimes than Los Angeles And I'm all for USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten. But these conferences are not going to get rid of the dead weight. It's not what they do. I've been told this time and time again. Big Ten, SEC, they've got who they've got. They won't. School presidents and ADs will not move off the weaker teams. So how do you keep up with the SEC? You go add top 12 college football programs whenever Washington's had the right coach. They've got him now. Chris Peterson, Don James a power. You go look at Oregon. Mike Pilati ended up number two in the country. Chip Kelly, the kid they have now from Georgia, is a recruiting beast. Looks like they found the right guy again. Uh, Mario Cristobal won a lot of games at Oregon. So I think it's a good ad. I think it's smart. And if you're going to keep up with the SEC, listen, Oregon and Washington, in the world of have and have-nots in college football are both halves. And there's about 15 of them. Maybe 18 halves. And then it's a lot of have-nots. It's a hundred have-nots. So I'll take a couple halves. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no.
3: Turn on the news.
1: This is the Herdline News.
3: All right, let's go back to the NFL, go to Trey Lance, who has been working so hard, Colin, to come back uh, and regain that starting job after the nasty injury last year. 49ers quarterback coach Brian Greasy is ready to see all of Lance's improvements in live preseason reps.
4: Trey has gotten a lot better, um, and uh, he's put a, you can you can tell he's put a lot of time in. Um, I think the,
2: the way I kind of described it to you guys the last time we talked, first and foremost, he had to get healthy. Yeah. Because a lot of what he was struggling with from the mechanic standpoint
5: stemmed from from him not being healthy, which is really difficult and so he's done that um, and I'm really uh, encouraged by um, what he's done and the, and the strides that he's made the ball's coming out really well and so we'll see where it goes from here when we get into live reps in preseason.
1: I think it like Zach Wilson you're in the salvage situation. Ton of reps in the preseason for Zach Wilson and Trey Lance they're both really talented kids. One's got a big arm one can move. They both have talent. Zach and Trey got talent I don't you know but I, I think you're out of. They're going to be the future of the Niners and Jets. So, first-round pick quarterback doesn't hit. Can you salvage it? Can you show them off? I think Zach Wilson and Trey Lance put up really nice. Brock Purdy starting and Aaron Rodgers is starting. Let's just get over it. So now, can you get something out of it? And I and I'm. I'm not sure Trey Lance couldn't be a franchise quarterback. I have my doubts. I don't think Zach is. But that doesn't mean the team doesn't get desperate. You show off in the pre- – I've seen people in the preseason. Dak Prescott had a great preseason. And literally overnight, let's get Tony Romo out of here.
3: So I'd just play him a ton and see what he can get. I mean, these these high picks. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I forgot, where did he go after Cleveland? Was it was it Rams? Like Rams, you know, Carolina. Oh, Carolina. That's right. So we saw, you know, Baker Mayfield. They got to the playoffs. Um, they won a game in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It was mostly due yeah. to the defense, and I think Big Ben was awful. But he got a second chance. So we know Wilson's going to get a second chance somewhere else. And I think Trey is too. Trey is certainly too. And they should. Like, I mean, you don't get like There's get a- to the end. You'll work your entire life, well, 50, ten years or whatever, to get to the NFL. You get there. It doesn't work, and then you're done. Like, you got to have a second chance.
1: Go back to the last 20 years. There's always eight teams at the bottom of this league looking and crossing their fingers at quarterback. There's about eight teams, maybe fewer, that have a star. And then there's eight teams that are in chaos, and everybody else has got... A Garoppolo, uh, you know what I mean? Like a guy that can win Derek Carr. We, We like, you like a little more, a little less. But there's a very small group at the top, five or six with stars. And there's always a bottom, somebody willing to roll the dice on a young kid that didn't work elsewhere. You know, Baker Mayfield with
3: the Rams, there was a pulse. I'm, I'm, I, for, like a, for like a game and a half. Well, it was, it was something. A pulse. They resuscitated the patient <laughs> very briefly. <laughs> All right, let's go to Von Miller. Uh, he's been out since that Week 12 ACL last year. Well, I, sometimes I forget that they were missing him in the playoff game against oh, Cincinnati. Like he obviously, was, he, how he's big was he for the
1: Rams in the playoffs?
3: Um, And that really hurt the Bills last year. So he's still on the pup list, and Von Miller wants to think about the big picture, because he's getting up there in age, right, mid-30s? When it comes to his readiness, it doesn't sound like he's a lock to play in week one against the Jets. Here's Von Miller.
5: I'm not just going to go out there to be a tough guy. They wouldn't be smart. Year 13, 13, I got four years left on my—five years left on my deal. it just wouldn't be smart just to— you know, go out there to be a tough guy. Like when you see me out there, I'm ready to go. I wanna play, I wanna play every game. Like and whenever I whenever I get to a point where I can play, where I'm feeling comfortable and I'm feeling like Vaughn, I'll be out there. Well yeah.
3: it's a marathon, not a sprint, Vaughn. No, hey, take your time, buddy. No need to force things early. Come back. You know, I'm looking at the schedule. Let's say you missed the first four games. Jets, Raiders. Uh, Washington and Miami. Like Buffalo's probably going to go three and one, maybe four and zero. I'm, I'm, you can laugh about this. That would be a huge break for the Jets. Well, obviously, that's what I'm saying. If Vaughn Miller didn't play, they still and, have depth on that defensive line. They're very good. No, 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 they are. But I mean, that's. Yeah. So I mean like you could sit him out and then the Jacksonville game, uh it's somewhere internationally, and then you know, you could miss that one and then you come back for the Giants or the Patriots. All like right. th- this is the long game. I'm, Buffalo's a Super Bowl contender. I'm hearing uh, this is a little the... NBA ish. Hey, forget about early season. <laughs> We're playing the long game, Chris Paul. Let's know. Uh, my to... sources
1: say he's recovering very
3: quickly. Yeah, you want you want to force Von Miller back? Is that what you <laughs> want to do? You want to rush him back?
0: Maybe you get Dion
1: Dawkins back here. I don't need, with a 17-game schedule, I, I've thought about this before, I don't need my stars outside of quarterback. I don't need you to play 17 games. If I have a star rush end, I go in and say, listen, I'm going to give you a bye week. And then I'm going to give you – I've thought about this all the time. If I have an older player like Andrew Whitworth at the end or a Trent Williams or a Vaughn Miller, bye week comes. I'd have no problem saying we're going to make it a two-bye. You're going to get a bye, and we're going to give you a week off. Now, with Trent Williams, you're protecting the quarterback. It's harder. But if I have a great older veteran defensive player –
3: The bye week's week eight. I'll give you off week nine. You just cut the season in half for the old guys. The only argument against that is in the AFC, there's pretty much three awesome teams. Kansas City, Cincy, and Buffalo. If you're the one, you don't face either of the other two until the conference championship. Right. So last year, Buffalo had to play Cincinnati. And if they win that, then they had to go to Kansas City. That's really tough, you know, back-to-back. So you want that one seed. I hope I didn't just talk the Bills into playing Von Miller early. I mean, honestly, if you're Buffalo, you have to get the number one. Listen, Buffalo's
1: defensive front... As it currently stands, could maul the Jets' no, offensive line? It's top line. five in the league with depths I mean, Abs- they got Phillips, Eppen. I know the guys' names: and, down. Epineza, What did they do this off season? Rousseau. They brought in somebody else. Yeah, they're, they're they good.
3: committed to the defensive line in the off season. Now I am curious. Remember, uh, Leslie Frazier was there, the defensive coordinator, and we've talked about this a little bit under the radar. Like, what? Why did he just up and leave? Um, and now McDermott's calling the shots. Are we going to keep the aggressiveness? Like, is w- w- there going to be any schematic changes? Something worth watching. Uh, Buffalo. It's a little granular, but, you know, we like to get nerdy. Final story, NFL Players Association released their top 50 player sales list yesterday. Um, the first list of 2023 tracks sales of officially licensed NFL player merchandise. Well, you from know March Mahomes
1: by a mile.
3: 30, March 1 to May 31. Patrick Mahomes was number one, followed by Rodgers, Burrow, Micah Parsons, and Travis Kelsey. Rounding out the top 10, Jalen Hurts, Dak Josh Allen, C.D. Lamb, and T.J. Watt. So we got three. Cowboys I think in Lamar there. would be in there if he played late. Well, wait, He it disappeared. Says it was March through May, and I don't. I think Lamar was like questioning what was going to happen with him. He didn't right. sign. Um, but interestingly, so Dallas, three guys in the top ten. Well, that's the power of the brand. That's the power of the brand. People want to say they're not America's team? Yeah, they they're, still are. they're America's team. Um, Kansas City I, I mean, nobody two.
1: really surprises me. Again, CeeDee Lamb surprises me unless he was with the Cowboys. So whenever they have a star receiver, Michael Irvin was unbelievably huge as a player. So, I mean, when the Cowboys have the quarterback, Staubach, Aikman, Tony Romo, Dak, you're going to be a top 10 jersey sale guy. Generally feels like to me. So outside
3: of the Dallas players, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking only right. one NFC guy, Jalen Hurts. Heavy AFC flavor. AFC's just stacked. That's just the, I'm the is. I'm trying to think
1: who is missing. Kirk Cousins? No, he's not a I'm jersey kidding. guy. i kidding. Come no. on. I I would say Lamar Jackson, if he didn't have all that kind of tenuous. Yeah. Am I playing? Would be in the list over like a TJ Watt top ten. TJ's great. Um, i I'm, I'm ser- Wilson? No Bosa. No Bosa. Which Bosa? Miles Garrett, Bosa, T.J. Well, again, so there's a bunch of great edge rushers. T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons are in. Why? Steelers, Cowboy brand. Miles Garrett's the best rush in the world. He's not there. Brown's brand is not nearly as big as the Cowboys or Steelers.
3: And the Bosa's play on teams where, like, a lot of guys want a Herbert jersey. You know, so they're probably splitting and not not as high on the list. Yeah. Um, 49ers, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. Is there a niner on that list? No. Were, no. That just shows the depth of their
1: roster. There's well, so many good dudes. No, there's so many guys who, and they don't have a star quarterback. There you go. There you go. J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news.
2: And thanks for stopping by.
1: The Herd Lie News. J Mac. Very interesting. I'm going to bring out my Justin Fields, is he going to make it or not meter coming up next. Encouraging day yesterday for the Bears young quarterback.
2: Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye.
1: Thanks for listening to The Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for The Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR.
3: Sunday morning, the U.S. moves on to the round of 16 at the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup as they face their biggest challenge yet when they take on perennial rival Sweden. Coverage begins Sunday morning at 4 a.m. Eastern with kickoff at 5 a.m. Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. I have said this about quarterbacks before, J-Mac. Everything with young
1: quarterbacks, everything is something. Nothing's everything. Justin Fields... What do we make of him? I was very unhappy about two weeks ago when a guy that's 5 and 20 suddenly proclaimed, I'm one of the top five best running quarterbacks ever. Talk to the hand. Don't do that. I know it was a goofy local podcast. Don't do that. You're 5 and 20. Self awareness. Don't do that. And you're not, by the way. Uh, one of the top five running quarterbacks. Got to win more than five of 25 games. Buddy's young. Young people make mistakes. So do old guys. But I've got some positive news. Receiver Darnell Mooney, who will be their number two, nice young player, had this comment about Justin Fields at practice recently.
5: Within the playbook, I mean, there's no there's no confusion there at all. He's just, I know where I want to go with the ball. I know where this play is designed for. I know the covers that I I want to get this done in. And um, even like during walkthroughs, he's. We'll do, like, um, a, like, two-minute drill, and he's calling the plays himself. So that's something, like, he wasn't able to, like, do last year for sure.
1: That is something. That is absolutely a positive. Year three, that's when Mahomes and Russell Wilson said, the light goes on. Then Justin Fields had a bad practice on Monday. And listen to what Justin Fields did after
0: I think today, in practice, we came out probably a little flat, so um, I am just talked to the guys after practice, just, you know, every little thing that we do, that, you know, every little win that we have on the field, we just need to have energy about it, because that energy is, is contagion.
1: That's something. Flat practice goes out and addresses it with a team. I know you think it's ridiculous. Everything for young quarterbacks is something. You rolled your eyes when I said Baker Mayfield's weekly press conferences were bad, calling out medical staff, uh, uh, Duke Johnson, a running back. It did not play well in the room. We later found out OBJ didn't like him. Everything something. Darnell Mooney, dude's calling his own plays. Didn't do it last year. Justin Fields had to call out the guys after a bad practice. Bucky Brooks. Talked about the quarterback position, a former scout for two teams, yesterday.
3: That position is presidential and feel. It's a regal position. There's a a reason why you would see Matt Ryan suited up in press conference, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. There's a a feel that that guy, outside of the owner of the team, the gentleman in the head coach, the, the quarterback is everything. And he has to represent the franchise in that manner. So his maturity has to be on point. His intelligence, his ability to uh, talk and orate and do all those things.
1: It matters. Maturity. Self-awareness. I'm a top five all-time running back. Well, I was just screwing off. Don't do that. Drip, drip, drip. Johnny Mandel, Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston. Drip, 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 wrong direction. So, I had Justin Fields at 60-40, he's going to work. I cut it down to fifty five forty five. So the very latest update on the confidence meter, I have moved it up, J-Mac, to 57.5%, the Justin Fields meter. I don't want to see cocky and outspoken for young quarterbacks with bad records. Leave it to defensive backs, wide receivers, Mike linebacker. Let other guys be cocky. Turn around, get to the mic, say the right stuff. You are viewed different. For years I said this. I want my—this is why Trump is ridiculous to me. I want my presidents to be presidential. I want my quarterbacks to be quarterbackial. Be a grown-up. I don't want you—Johnny Manziel flipping people off on the field. I don't want Drew Locke, the hipster on the sideline— Win games you can dance all you want when you win Super Bowls and win games. when you got a losing record when everything's in doubt, I don't want cocky, I don't want dancing around self-awareness so very good last 48 hours for Justin Fields calling out teammates that's what leaders do. Darnell Mooney guys calling the plays. I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna be fair here. when you do something I think is goofy I'll call you out. I called out Baker, I called out Justin, uh, 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 Jamal, I called out uh, uh, Just, uh, Winston, uh, Jameis Winston, I called out Cam when I thought he was over the top, mm-hmm. I called out Baker, uh, I've called out Drew Locke before. If you have a losing record or you haven't proven anything,
3: you are viewed differently in the corner office. So can I ask for some context in confidence meter? Mahomes and Burrow would be like 100, right? Josh Allen, 100, right? Okay. But 57 and a half. So where would a guy like a Mac Jones be in in a confidence? Well, because he had a very good rookie year. I'm 75-25. Oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mac Jones succeeded when he had an offensive coordinator. Mac Jones is fine. Hmm. Mac Jones, rookie year numbers with no number one receiver, arguably no number two, no number one tight end, And a rigid defensive culture had very
3: good Matt Ryan career numbers. I'm just trying to put the fields in context. 57 and a half doesn't sound great, but it's better than 50-50. So, like, Brock Purdy has a whopping seven wins, seven starts. So, Brock Purdy is
1: 60-40 because he's won eight games of the eight games he started and finished. I don't think he's a star, could I, could he pull back this year absolutely had an injury people now have spent an off season with Brock Purdy all the coordinators going he can't make that throw he can't make that throw you know all the guys confidence meter all the guys that are stars in the league that's 100 percent jalen hurts is probably 90 he's i just want to see him one more year. trevor lawrence is 90 give me one more okay. great year i mean dak prescott's is i they're good oh. i'm talking about the this, this meter is for mostly young guys that i don't know the answer to yet like let's take young guys right now okay daniel so, jones uh, Can we go here? well i mean he just got a contract so he, we don't really have to judge him I don't think he's a star, but he already got a contract. So, I'm let's talk just guys that don't have a contract yet that we don't know.
3: Okay, okay now guys he's not with, necessarily young, but Geno Smith has a long track record of media bad. A con- so it doesn't but, matter. He got he a contract. Well, it's if you look at the numbers, it's really a year by year deal, yeah. but it's
1: like a hefty number. Uh, probably 65, 69, 68%. Well, I don't think he's going to have the same year and I don't think see I think Seattle next draft is going to draft another quarterback. My guess, because they got everything else filled out. Seattle doesn't have a lot of holes. They could use another interior o lineman, although I think they addressed that. They're going to go. Seattle's going to draft a quarterback next year. So I guess my meter is mostly for yet unpaid young quarterbacks. Jordan Love. Oh, I'd say it's it's my my feeling is it's 35 percent. 35. So I got Justin Fields here on the on the closer side to 60. I like that. And I I maybe I'm. I'm not going to watch the rest of the camp, but I I remember I started at 60, pulled him back 55, moved up to 57.5%.
3: Constantly evolving. Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh. Oh,
1: that's 75. Yeah, I'm at the end of the year. Now, again, don't think he has a big ceiling, but I think Kenny Pickett's proven he can win games. 75%. Can you even find a number for a guy like Sam Howell who has one start in Washington? I have, I would, my guess is 25%. I don't think he's half a Justin Fields' I like talent. this
3: confidence meter. This is
1: good. Now, this if you just keep the confidence meter, let's, get a, let's forget Mahomes and all that stuff. The confidence meter is just for young quarterbacks yet to be paid. So Daniel Jones has been paid. Geno has been paid twice. I'm talking young quarterbacks. Okay, ready? Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. I would go uh, 45 45%. Hmm. I, I'm a lean, it won't work. That's a good one, though. I'd lean, it won't work. So let's go through it. So Brock Purdy, I'm 62%,
3: because
1: it has worked, although I think it could be a pullback year.
3: Yeah. The so, big one seems to be Mac Jones. If memory serves, you said about 70? I would say I'm
1: a yeah, Mac Jones has not been paid yet. I'm seventy two and a half percent. Okay. I saw his rookie year. I thought it was darn good. I've got two years, five and twenty, and a fifty eight percent completion percentage for fields. Athletically, he athletically, he's ninety. Pocket stuff, he's 40. Like, that, that's where – and self-awareness stuff, very encouraging last two days.
3: And then can you even have a confidence meter for the incoming rookies, the Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud?
1: Bryce Young, I I would put at 65% today. I thought he was – Sight e- unseen in the well, NFL? Well, I think he was easily the best college quarterback. I talked to a coach and three GMs. They all said he's easily the best prospect. I'd put C.J. Stroud at 52%. Got to see him play. But Ooh. I do think his size and
3: accuracy – Okay, yeah, so, CJ C. J. Stroud is big and accurate. I'm on that it'll work. That's so so young, higher in confidence despite so not seeing and knowing his size and Justin Fields 57 and a half. So under If I would have
1: never Ooh. seen Justin Fields. So what I've seen with Justin, I've seen two things. He's more athletic than I thought and less comfortable in the pocket than I thought. That's why I'm struggling and he's been banged up. If he beats Green Bay, we're at 65%. And he's home free. The meter has never failed at
3: 65%. Oh, yeah. It's undefeated. I would have loved to have seen the meter for Mark Sanchez when he went to the AFC title game with the Jets. as a rookie. All right, hour two coming up on a Thursday.
2: It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.